are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 18th of June. Jazz get ready for game number six in Los Angeles and will play game number seven Sunday. And I'm here to tell you why. Because this basketball team is beating the Clippers tonight. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice for the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and making it way better to be a Jazz fan each and every day. Jazz Clippers, game six, and I'm here to tell you that this team is not losing four games in a row. We're just not doing it. This team hasn't lost three games in a row all season. It's been the best record in the NBA all year. And yes, this is the worst matchup they can have. And yes, this taxes them in every way, shape, or form. But this is not going to happen. They are not going to lose four games in a row to end this season. It's not the fight they have. It's not the togetherness they have. It's not who the group is. It's not their personality. There are a bunch of guys who all have a chip on their shoulder. Donovan, forgotten as a primary prospect. Rudy tells the emotional stories from the beginning of his life of his white mother taking uh, with a mixed-race kid and having friends who wouldn't allow her to bring the black baby to their house, always feeling a little outside of everything, being slipping to 27th in the draft and fighting through it. Jordan Clarkson kind of having to figure out who he is in life as both a black and a Filipino and being able to work his way through for goes to Tulsa when he doesn't get the major scholarships after ending his San Antonio track career to become a basketball player, then transfers to Missouri, slips to the second round, becomes an all-rookie player, then gets characterized as just a gunner now finding himself in Utah. Joe Ingles forgot on the scrap heap, having to wait at the airport for Renee as she flies in from Australia to see his NBA debut, only to inform her when she gets to the airport that he's been cut and released from the team. Mike Conley, the forever not an all-star until this year, whose dad was an Olympian, a triple jump star who's got a statue outside Arkansas. And Mike Conley, forever part of the Memphis grindhouse, trying to prove in his maybe his last and final chance uh, what he can be if he gets back out on the floor to prove that Derek Favors coming back home to Utah as the forgotten one and being able to prove what he's about. George Niang willing himself to the NBA and altering his game after multiple summer leagues of being forgotten uh, and and now having an opportunity to, to make that final play. This is not who these guys are. This is not what they're going to be tonight. Boyan Bogdanovich growing up in the war-torn Bosnia-Herzegovina, being moved to Europe at 12 years old so that he could find a basketball career and then coming to the United States and having that masterful first-half shooting game, building off that tonight. This Royce O'Neal... The kid who went through Europe, went to Denver University of Denver and then finally got his major 
opportunity to play at Baylor, goes through Europe, comes to Jazz training camp, ends up getting his tooth knocked out of his face, not telling anyone, continuing to practice until somebody sees the tooth on the ground and says, wait a sec, who, who lost their tooth here? He admits to it, goes, gets dental work done, and practices that afternoon. That is that is who we are. That is not who this team, this team is not going to roll over and die on a fourth game. They are not going to open the game tonight with three absolutely horrendous plays to start the night of non-reads, non-closeouts, and non-hustle. That's not who this group is. It's not who their head coach is. Rising star goes to Missouri, things go awry, left out, goes on a vagabond run through the through the world, literally the world, all the way out to Moscow at one point in time to find the best coaches he can find in all the little pieces of the puzzle and f- see what he can discover. The John Nash of basketball minds, Quinn Snyder is not going out weekly and meekly after losing four straight. That is not who this Utah Jazz team is. It's not the chemistry that they've put together. A group that was divided when they got ripped apart by COVID, separated, unable to stay together and communicate in that time period, then go into the bubble and come back together as a group uh, through volleyball games and parties at the pool and massive ping pong tournaments and build a bond amongst them that drove them to the number one seed in the Western Conference. That's who this group is, and we are going to see that tonight out of them. We are not going to see bad closeouts and lack of rotation and horrendous recognition in transition defense that we've seen. That's not who they are. We Jordan Clarkson is not only going to get hot, he's actually going to hit Rudy Gobert on a roll to the basket when he's wide open tonight. Because that's the DNA, the, not the DNA, DNA is the wrong word. That's the makeup of this group and the experiences that have brought them together. And they are made for this moment to regain control of this series and bring it back to Salt Lake City. That's who they are. And that's what's going to drive them tonight. We could get into X's and O's, but it's going to be life experiences, resolve, resiliency, each of their stories, bonding into one together to pull off a game six win that is an epic win in the history of the Utah Jazz franchise tonight against the Los Angeles Clippers. That's what we're going to see tonight. And maybe the healing hands get on Mike Conley, and we see Mike Conley, the man who's championships were ripped away opportunities ripped away from him by a fractured orbital bone and by other injuries in his career now coming back to save the day and get out on the floor with his hamstring well recovered after an extended break and he gets out on the floor and he's able to make plays that free Donovan Mitchell from the blitzing double team of the Clippers and catch the ball and make other opportunities as well as banging a three or two on a player whose shooting was about as good as it possibly could be. That's who the Utah Jazz will be tonight. That's what we're going to see from this team as they pull off a game six stunner, send us back to game seven, and have game seven galore this weekend across the NBA. All right, we'll look at some other things that are going to be different tonight than the last few games, more specifically as we continue. Happy Juneteenth to everyone. Our first time, well, it's not quite a national holiday, but I know my one of my companies is 
uh, that I work for is holding it. It's a holiday today. So happy Juneteenth to everyone. Uh, the Jazz and the Clippers, it'll be an 8 o'clock start uh, mountain time. Ron and I will be on the call. So to the Rot Gang, Radio Over TV. Uh, we greatly appreciate all of you. If you're listening to the radio while watching the TV. We'll dig into some more th- reasons why the Jazz are going to win game six tonight against the L.A. Clippers. Uh, all coming up. Today's show brought to you by Murdoch Hyundai, located at 4646 South State Street. Also located in Logan and in Linden. The Hyundai lineup of cars is absolutely fabulous. The Elantra is what I'm driving right now, the sedan. The version I have is $26,000. They start as low as twenty. They're the North American car of the year. And they, like you drive it, you know why. There's no doubt to why this is the North American car of the year. It is absolutely fabulous vehicle. Every bell, every whistle drives terrifically. And the best part the other day is I went to a gas station. I get, I, I go in, I, I don't know if I hit like Supreme, but I didn't mean to have Supreme. I'm like, oh crap, I'm not going to restart this. All right, I'm just going to fill up like four gallons. I'm trying to say, you know, I'm saving a few cents. What am I doing? But anyway, and, uh, so I put in the four, we were, I was pretty low. I put in the four gallons. I had like 50 range left. And then I, it, it now shows 200 miles. I was like, oh, this is the best. 40, 45 miles a gallon. Like that is, that is outstanding. Absolutely love that. So it's the Elantra I'm driving right now that's super. The Sonata is a little bit nicer version of the Sonata, uh, of, excuse me, of the sedans, the Sonata is. And then you've got the Kona, the Tucson, the uh, Santa Fe, and the beautiful Palisade. Check it all out. At Murdoch Hyundai, located 4646 South State Street, Logan and Linden. Please make sure that you text me first so that we can make sure we get it for uh, get that for you. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Got some great deals for you right now. They got 15% off Built Bites, which are super good. The coconut ones are super good. Uh, also, Built Boost is only $9.99. And then... Um, they have an extra flavor right now. Banana nut bread is back and supposedly about to sell out. So plus coconut almond, mint brownie, salted caramel, raspberry, peanut butter brownie, coconut, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and cherry barcia. I always love when they release these new flavors with a little extra fun to them. And right now they've released the b- banana nut bread, which I cannot tell you anything about because I'm allergic to nuts. So honesty in advertising. I can tell you it has 130 calories, 2.5 fat grams, 4 nets carbs, 4 grams of only sugar, only 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein, and it tastes out, well, I can't tell you how that tastes, but I can tell you all other Built Bars with a great texture tastes absolutely fabulous. It tastes like a candy bar. It is a protein bar. It is Built Bar. Promo code locked on gets you fifteen or lock fifteen gets you fifteen percent off. Locked fifteen gets you fifteen percent off. All right, let's go back to why the Jazz are going to win Game Six. Um, I think the BetOnline.ag has us favored as well for just another reason. Uh, by the way, today's show is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game; it's the whole game. And only two point six carbs and ninety five calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and we will enjoy. The game six win. All right. Here's what I watched game five. We're just not going to do that again. We're not going to have bad closeouts. We're not going to have lack of rotation to the ball. When they swing the ball and it's up top and you know where the next pass is going to go, Boyan Bogdanovich is going to break before it happens, not after it happens. 
Joe Ingles is going to go committed, not like the floppy arm guy at, outside the um, the used car place, like out there. He's going to go committed. He's going to close. Jordan Clarkson and George Niang are not going to run to the exact same guy, leaving Reggie Jackson wide open for a three in transition. And then when George Niang does rotate, he's going to really rotate. Not kind of sort of loop and lope over there. We're going to guard our yard. We're going to keep their dribble penetration from getting into the paint, collapsing our defense and kicking out to wide open threes again. They're going to have a bad shooting night. They have not had a bad shooting night yet. They're a great shooting team, but it does not mean that they need to be shooting above their average in every single game of this series. That has got to happen at some point. This seems like as good a time as any that they decide that maybe now is not the time to go shoot you know, 8, 10 percentage points above their season average on the same set of shots like they have been. So tonight they're going to have their first bad shooting night of the series, but it's going to be because our closeouts are a little better. It's going to be because our energy is a little higher. It's going to be because our guys get out there. It's going to be because we've guarded the dribble penetration for one more dribble each and every time, which allows Rudy to hit them a little faster, which allows our rotations to be there sharper. We're going to know where the ball's going and where the rotations are rather than standing. When Joe Ingles has the Nicholas Batum job of standing out on the wing and guarding two spots, he's going to have his arms wide. He's going to be perfectly placed defensively between the two of them with the utmost effort to being there the way Batum has been for the Clippers this entire series guarding multiple guys at the same time with an incredible ability from Batum to be so long and have such length uh, and, and, and space and be perfectly in between two guys that neither pass looks open at the same time. And when you try to force one of them, it ends up getting taken from you. The Jazz defense is going to have a much better day. It is not going to continue to have its worst, third worst, and fifth worst nights of the year against this Clippers team. And the Clippers, whose shot quality got less good in the last game, the worst shot quality they have, will shoot closer to their average, bringing their offensive rating down to like a 115 and giving us a chance if we continue to have the offensive prowess, which will be better in game two uh, overall. Uh, We also, on the defensive end, Rudy will have an impact. Derek Favors will go back to be playing like he did in game one of the series in which he guarded the pick and roll at .9 points per game and was absolutely outstanding rather than having utmost, and he's going to do it on the first play of the game and rather than having a immediate confidence boost for Paul George to go right at Rudy Gobert, uh, we're not going to have that. Rudy Gobert, actually we're going right at Derek Favors. Derek Favors is going to come out and be like, all right, I'm here. And while you think that you're going to be able to come out and get after me, we're not going to let it happen tonight. That's what we're going to see from Rudy Gobert. The isolation game of the Clippers, which has been potent, will be slowed down an extra dribble, an extra play here or there. Paul George, 44 isolations averaging 1.2 points. Kawhi Leonard ran 20% of their isolations in that uh, opening game of the series 
uh, or that, and they and they didn't miss it in Game Five. They will miss it tonight. Reggie Jackson's isolations in this series are one point seven points per possession. That is not going to last. People are going to guard Reggie Jackson tonight instead of allowing him to dominate them. Joe Ingles, Donovan Mitchell and Joe Ingles are both going to square up instead of open up to allow the straight line drive when they're guarded by him. The switches are going to be good defensively tonight instead of sort of kind of switches by the Jazz. Boyan Bogdanovich is going to impact Marcus Morris so he's not running free, making seven straight shots and on closeouts and powering into the post tonight. And those are all the reasons why the Jazz will be better defensively tonight in this ballgame. And some active hands, if they can. We'll touch on why the Jazz will be better offensively and win this game as we continue today. Today's show is brought to you by my friends over at Biograss. Biograss is a Utah company that you probably know better for the big yellow bag. So it's been fun for me. I got to know Doug Jardine, um, who's got a nice ad agency in town, longtime guy I've known probably since my long into my first stint um, here in Utah, called me up and said, hey, I want you to, to meet Clark and I want you to meet the, the, this family. And um, it really cool story. Like, that's what's so great about Utah. You just, you don't know, there's all these stories you don't really know about them. At least I didn't know about all of them um, and that they're taking place. So his dad used to actually work in the Reagan administration in the architecture or environment. Uh, not architectural, agricultural um, areas. And um, so while he was doing that, the family had built this incredible product, which was um, the big, you know, the big yellow bag in this biograss company. And so that's actually the original. It's a soil delivery company. It's quality black garden soil and mulch delivered free to your home. No mess, no lugging, stays dry, has an easy empty system designed by the big yellow bag that makes your job easier in removing the garden soil. It's just perfectly done. It's not your typical garden soil, quality black garden soil with delivered to your home, never been easier. All you have to do is call, go online to bigyellowbag.com. I think I have hiccups, which is not. Great sign for the Jazz. That's really a sign they're going to fall apart. Just kidding. So they're guaranteed to grow everything better. It's big yellow bag. It's not the big yellow bag lock garden. So it's just dirt. If it's not big yellow bag, let me say that again. If it is... I'm flustered by the hiccups. If it's not big yellow bag garden soil, it's just dirt. Go check it out. Promo code locked on gets you forty dollars off your order. So make sure you go check it out at bigyellowbag.com. Uh, what else did I have for you today? Oh, I had the off. Um, I wanted to see what the betonline.ag line was um, today before I told you about Rock Auto, but I'll tell you first about Rock Auto. Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. They have done a 20 years in the business Rock Auto bringing you auto parts and auto needs at prices better than anyone else on a basic, simple, fun website that's kind of old school with a great search vehicle. It's rockauto.com. You can check it out. Uh, 
Find out what the prices are you can save because it's the same prices for do-it-yourselfers as it is for professionals. Go to rockauto.com, write Locked On, the How'd You Hear About Us section, and we'll make sure they know who sent you. It's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. All right, offensively, we're going to be way better, too. Now, we were pretty darn good in the first half, but that's not going to happen. Donovan's going to actually start the game with some aggressiveness early tonight. When the switch comes, rather than just retreating, we're going to have the switch come, and he's going to attack. This Right now, probably due to the ankle in the first half of the game, when the switch came, Donovan was passive and retreating. Just because they switch doesn't mean you have to back it up and turn it into a one-on-one. And so instead, you're going to see Donovan coming out and attacking that one-on-one, those one-on-one opportunities, whether it's Marcus Morris or whoever it might be, and go after it. Donovan, in isolation this series, has been okay. He's been about .106. It's not been bad. It's not, you know we're not a great isolation team, and it was and he obviously torched Luke Kennard a bunch of times. And Terrence Mann has had some had a good day, but that's only because Donovan uh, wasn't right. Marcus Morris, he's yet to score on an attack. He's going to figure out how to attack Marcus Morris uh, in those limited times where he gets him when they switch. He's just going to go right at him. You're going to see an aggressiveness early out of Donovan. That early aggressiveness out of Donovan is going to prevent a dreadful third quarter in which you saw the Jazz and Donovan, particularly, frankly, forcing shots, taking no-pass possessions, playing in, in... an absolute kind of a really a a style that isn't who we are um we didn't pass the ball at all to open that third quarter we a lot of hero shots and you're not going to see that out of of the Utah Jazz in this matchup you're going to see instead what you're going to see from the Jazz tonight is you're going to see the early ball movement the early action the spinning around the breaking the paint the pushing it and once the momentum starts tonight you're going to see the Clippers suddenly have to fall back a little bit tired fatigued from having played this many games playing without their hero Kawhi Leonard and begin the Jazz will begin to to make more plays than they've been making in the past and have another good shooting night. The Jazz will play fast and early. They haven't been terrible at it. In the first four, uh, six seconds of the shot clock of this series, the Jazz are getting about five threes a game, which is two off of their regular season number. And they'll get 30, and they've been hitting 37% of those. You're going to see more. You're going to see the extra two. We're going to get one more a quarter tonight. And then you're going to see the early three from 15 to 18 on the clock. We're actually taking about nine of those a game. We, we're at 10. We're right at our average. We're making 40%. So you're going to see from the Jazz tonight to leading them to the game six victory, you're going to see about 17 shots from three before 15 on the shot clock, and they're going to go eight of 17 on those shots on their way uh, to the victory. And they're not going to get into the to the nasty one-on-one, my-turn actions that they had in the third quarter when they were really, really dreadful. We're going to see them try to play a little pick-and-roll defense and Joe Ingles be absolutely masterful. We're going to see when they double-team Donovan that we flash someone to the middle who catches and makes a play, even if it's not their natural instinct to do it. Or maybe the healing hands will get onto Mike Conley and he'll be the one doing it and making those plays. Royce O'Neal, who traveled in a key play the other night, caught the ball in the middle like that. 
that's the perfect spot. When they're going to double, we got to get the ball back into the middle of the floor, have a four on three, driving the lane. There's got to be somebody open at that point with a quick reaction for a good look three, and we're going to we're going to see that. We're going to um, – the ball is going to ping. The ball is not going to stop. We're going to see point five. Uh, George Niang is going to knock down a few shots tonight and get back to being who he is. He had his birthday yesterday. He feels relieved from that birthday experience, and he's going to make that play. And Rudy Gobert is going to have an impact on the offensive glass that lasts more than three straight possessions of this game. And our offensive players are going to find him in the windows when he's available on his roll. There are times when he is available on the roll if he goes forcefully and clears out the space and clears the line. Moreover, if Rudy is rolling and Donovan or whomever has the ball, well, really Donovan because we don't have any other one-on-one players, maybe Mike Conley comes off the pick exchange and attacks hard and Rudy clears that side, they can get in the lane and then if they sag from the corner, you make the easy pass. If not, you get all the way to the rack. We're going to see more than 10 shots at the rim from the Jazz in this game compared to what they had um, in the last game where they only took 10 shots in the restricted area. We're going to see 15 at least, maybe 18 restricted area shots instead of all these off-the-bounce threes above. And those are all of the reasons why we'll be playing Sunday at 1.30 or whenever, maybe at night if the other game goes, who knows. Sunday for the West to make the Western Conference Finals, Game 7. Enjoy tonight. Those are all the reasons we're going to win because this team, this makeup of this group and who they are is not going to lose four games in a row. It is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Right now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Podcast Locked On today.